Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to RNIB Connect Radio. It's Jill Bartley here with you until one o'clock this afternoon. And it's that time of week again. It's time to get your taste buds tantalised by the fabulous blind chef, Ian Gentle. Hello. Hello, Jill. How are you this week? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm very well, actually. It's been a busy old day, busy yesterday, and I had a busy weekend. But uh, yes, looking forward to the weekend already, and we're only at Tuesday. Here's something for the weekend for you, which is my American brownies. Oh, my goodness. Do you know something? Brownies are one of those things that if you don't get right can be rather dry. But see if you do get them right. They are gorgeous. Well, a bit of a tale goes with it. When I first went to America with my current wife, I talked to all her aunties and grandmas saying what I need is a good brownies recipe. And they all looked at me very old fashioned and said, well, we just go to the supermarket and get brownie mix and add water. (laughs) Undaunted, I then got my wife to check out some uh, old recipe books. And I found that brownies vary from almost fudge to almost sponge cake and all sorts of things in between. So this recipe is something I worked out over the years and it's the way I like them. Well, I'm looking forward to this very much because I do like a brownie, especially when they're nice and warm with some ice cream. Beautiful. Absolutely (laughs) wonderful. Okay, well, the first thing is a list of ingredients and it's important that we our main ingredient, which is chocolate, is good quality chocolate. I use 150 grams which is one pack of unsweetened green and blacks organic chocolate. So you want unsweetened chocolate, whatever you use. Then 250 grams, which is one pack of unsalted butter. 390 grams, which is about 14 ounces of light brown sugar. Demerara is fine. Four large eggs, one and a half teaspoonfuls of vanilla extract, and 150 grams, which is about six and a half ounces of plain flour. For equipment, we need a bowl of hot soapy water for keeping your hands clean and an apron, a 9-inch by 13-inch cake tin, a plastic spatula, a wooden spoon, talking scales, an electric whisk, a large mixing bowl, a medium bowl, a small bowl, and a talking kitchen timer. And the method. So first of all, take the butter and the chocolate out of the fridge at least four hours before using. This makes the butter easier to use and the chocolate melts more easily. And you butter the 9-inch by uh, 13-inch baking pan. I use the paper that the butter comes wrapped in and just rub it all around the bottom of the tin and all around the edges. Now we're going to melt the chocolate. Now note, do not get any water anywhere near the chocolate or it won't melt properly. It'll turn into a paste that you can't use and you can't restore. So do be careful with that. So first of all, we boil a kettle. And while that's boiling, I break the chocolate into small pieces and put into a small bowl. I use a small pudding basin. Then I pour the water from the kettle into a medium-sized bowl and place the bowl with the chocolate pieces in into that bowl. It's like what the French call a bain-marie. Now the chocolate will start to melt. After a few minutes, give it a stir and keep repeating that until the chocolate is completely melted. This takes about 10 minutes. And after 10 minutes, you can stir your wooden spoon round in the chocolate and feel if there are any lumps, but there shouldn't be after that time. Take the chocolate bowl out of that water and set it aside to cool a little. Then weigh the sugar 
and place the sugar in the large mixing bowl. Cut the butter up into small pieces and add to the sugar. Now, combine the sugar and butter together in the large mixing bowl. I first use a plastic spatula to mix it all up and wash it all together. And you keep on doing that until all the sugar is absorbed into the butter and there's no grains of sugar left on the bottom of the bowl. Then I used an electric whisk to mix the butter and sugar together. And I use that for about 30 seconds. Instead of using a timer, you do um, the old count of 1001, 1002, 1003, etc., up to 30. Now, allow the whisk to stop running before you lift it out of the bowl. Otherwise, it'll scatter butter and sugar all over the place. Scrape down the sides of the bowl until the mixture is all collected in the middle of the bowl and repeat that at least four times. Then we add the eggs one at a time, each time whisking the mixture for about 40 seconds and keeping the batter as stiff as possible. Each time before adding another egg, scrape down the mixture from the sides of the bowl with a wooden spatula. Then, Stir in the one and a half teaspoonfuls of vanilla essence. Then drizzle in the melted chocolate, scraping it all out of the bowl into the big mixing bowl and whisk that mixture for another minute. Then we stir in the flour with the spatula using a kind of cutting and folding mixture movement. Mix just enough to get rid of all the flour, but don't overmix it. Then you pour into the cake pin, smooth the surface with a spatula, and we bake in the middle of the oven for 35 to more 40 minutes and test it after that time by inserting a skewer into the middle. And if the skewer comes out dry, the bran is made. Now, remove the um, tin from the oven and put on a heatproof surface like a wooden chopping board and slide a blunt knife all around the edges of the tin to release the cake. While it's still hot, cut into 12 pieces. I do that by making three equally spaced cuts one way and then four equally spaced cuts the other way. And that gives you 12 pieces. Then when it's completely cool, carefully lift the uh, brownies out of the tin using a palette knife. And there you have chocolate brownies. Oh my goodness. I mean, you make it sound so simple. You really, really do. And that's what I love about your recipes, Ian. They are incredibly simplified. So much so that, you know, anybody could do them, beginner or anybody that's experienced with cooking with a visual impairment. Um, tell me one thing, though. You mentioned at the beginning, you know, a good quality unsweetened chocolate. Can you use basic unsweetened cooking chocolate or is that not so good? You, you can use basic unsweetened cooking chocolate, but that tends to have a much lower level of cocoa butter in it and um, the better quality cooking chocolates have at least 70 percent and the other question i was going to ask you and i'm asking this very tentatively you mentioned your current wife are you expecting to have more wives in the future i mean no no well... <laughs> no there was a pre there was a previous one no i was just interested because you're such a fabulous cook that you know <laughs> Well, I've, I always tell my, my young nephews who are now getting to that certain age uh, where they're getting interested in girls. And I say, gentlemen, learn to cook. The best way to a woman's bedroom is through her kitchen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Do you know, you're so right. You're so right, Ian. <laughs> Listen, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you. I am going to try this brownie recipe. I'm having friends around this weekend, actually. So I think I'll do that. Would it be OK to heat them up gently in the microwave? Of course you can, yes. No problem at all.
brilliant gorgeous with some vanilla ice cream i shall try it out and i'll let you know how i get on but in the meantime if you want to get any of ian's recipes you will find them on audio boom if you missed any of the ingredients or what you'll need to actually make ian's recipes then you can find them again they're on the audio boom and we will be putting them up on our podcast page as well blind chef ian gentle you have a fabulous week and we'll speak to you again next week here in the morning mix look forward to it jill bye now For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.